Hey, teachers, how's it going? Thanks so much for joining us. Um, you all are already rocking it out. I am so excited to be walking through the schools and seeing teachers take chances this year and do all of the things that we've learned about this summer. People are just constantly reaching out with great questions and things. I love teachers, Amber. I know. I was feeling so overwhelmed on Friday and it I was feeling overwhelmed, but it was a good overwhelmed because I was having so many things thrown at me of like, Hey, can I get this? Or can we do this? Yes. <laughs> and there was just so many things that I was like, Oh my gosh, I can't keep up. I but, know, you know, the weekend happened. It was good where I'm caught up, but it's all good stuff. It wasn't anything negative. So I, I tried to really keep that in perspective of like, these are people reaching out that really need me and they need me for a good reason. So I just had to kind of take a breath and say, we can do it. We can, we got it, it. It's so awesome. And I mean, literally what an hour ago, you and I were like, we can't keep up with the emails, but it's, I, I love it. I want to, I want it to always be like that because I love that people reach out, but we've been talking, you know, that's so positive. I just got to start with a negative. I mean, my morning driving to one of our favorite places, getting ready for a meeting and bam, smashed on 170 from the back. I was the third car in the three car smash zone. It was awful, Amber, I tell you. I'm still kind of shaken from it, but you know, that's just my sob story. But I just want to apologize for anybody that I work with today that was probably like, what is wrong with her? Like I was just acting weird and I knew it, but I didn't want to waste the time that I had with people to explain what happened to me. So like, because we only have sometimes like 30 minutes and I don't want to waste it. Like with my wham, wham, sad, my car got wrecked story. Cause you know, I'm totally fine and it's fine. But it just made me think about how you just literally never know what someone dealt with in the day, like on their way to work or what what's heavy on them. And then I spent my entire afternoon trying to get a freaking rental car and they give me a car, the size of a Skittle. I have five cars <laughs> who, who is literally going with me, right? nobody's coming it's just you mom now your kids in that car there's no way when the guy brought me out to it I said you're kidding right <laughs> oh my god all right yeah, so I, I was feel I can't believe you went to work honestly because I feel like when I spoke to you you were rattled obviously because you were on yeah. the highway and you were in an accident um but I you're a trooper I can't believe you still just went and do you want to know, do you want to know how I actually was able to survive the day? And I've actually looked at this 50 times today. My mom came home to my house and got my Jeep. Well, the top was off of it because I was trying to dry it out. So she meets me with my dad with my Jeep. So I can just go to work because my car right. got towed and her Jeep hair was something <laughs> I cannot stop <laughs> laughing about. I, I will send you the picture. I almost want to post it on our website, but she would tell me. Her, her oh, so bad. You, if you have never ridden in a Jeep or a convertible <laughs> with the top off, you have no idea. Like you underestimate the amount of wind that comes through well, those vehicles. Mind you, I didn't have windows or anything. She said she spent five minutes trying to roll up the window and realized there are no windows in this thing. <laughs> I mean, okay. So that's what's got me going through the day. I just looked, I looked at it a few minutes ago when I pulled in my driveway and saw the egg sitting in my driveway and I was mad about my freaking <laughs> rental car. And I'm like, okay, mom's Jeep hair, that's going to get me through any bad day. 
<laughs> you have got, I got to see the picture. You have got to send it. She looks like a 12 year old boy who just got like a real cool haircut. It's so bad. Okay. Anyways, we, we want to talk about hottest topic ever. And as a mom, I got my first email update about homework today mm -hmm. and homework. Gosh, I mean, I feel like people ask me about homework more than they ask me about anything, but I saw what really triggered it was I've got my, my emails from the teachers today. And then while I was sitting at basketball practice, I was just looking at um, the Litling Twitter and this quote popped up and Amber's going to read it for you because my five-year-old stole my phone so he can play stumble guys. And Amber's going to read this quote because I think it kind of says everything. Yeah. So this is from Emily D'Angelo and she said, I'm sorry, Amy D'Angelo. And she said, potentially unpopular opinion. If you can't teach the whole curriculum without homework, your curriculum is the problem. Kids aren't quiet quitting by expecting to only do homework at school. After seven or eight hours of work, they should expect to protect their peace and find joy when they leave. I mean, that has always been my opinion. And I like how she said, like, it's an unpopular opinion because it literally is. I mean, there are a lot of people, but I try to like find you know, the argument on both sides, this is one I just can't steer away from. I totally agree with her 100%, especially being a mom of kids who are active and lots of activities. And, and one of mine isn't active in a lot of activities, but he sure as heck just needs a break. And I want him to have it when he comes home. Yeah. It's, it's 100% my belief as a teacher, as a parent, I never gave homework. Um, the only time any of my kids ever had to take anything home, it was if they didn't finish it and they just needed yep. to finish it. Um, and I communicated that to the parents right off the bat. And my message was always, I want to go home and spend time with my family and do the things I enjoy. And I want your kids to do that as well. I know they have practice. I know that you know, they like to play outside whenever they get home. And there's so many learning experiences in those other things that they need a break. They need a break whenever they get home. And nine times out of 10, if I was, if homework was going home or the homework that I have seen go home, their parents do it. Not their parents do it, but they help them, you know? Yeah. So what is that? They want to get it done. They right. want to get it done. Right. And, you know, you said something though, that, cause the email that came from one of my kids' teachers, um, and I, and I turned to him and I said, did you do the homework yet? And he said, mom, it wasn't homework. It was, um, unfinished work. If you didn't finish it and I finished it at school, I was like, okay, great. Like, that's a great thing to say. If you don't finish it in class and I know I gave you plenty of time. Yeah. You're going to probably need to finish it at home because you got to right. kind of learn too. This is where we're talking about, you know, building that independence, like learn, you need to get it done in this time frame, and you won't have it at home. So I thought, oh, well, that's fine. That's totally appropriate. Yeah. That makes perfect sense. And I want them to learn how to be independent and get it done in the time frame allotted. A lot of teachers ask, well, what about reading? And I'm like, it's a great suggestion. Yes. Right. If you're like, if people are, parents are asking, what can my kid do at home? Right. Reading and writing is always a go-to option, low stakes. Yes. And it should be of choice. It doesn't need to be their independent level. 
dear Lord, let them read whatever they want because they, they have to kind of live in that world of, of, of um, you know, the grow book or the stretch book or whatever you call it at school, because we don't have a lot of time for them to have choice and read that Harry Potter when I'm really reading in a much lower level, like let them have that freedom, but it should be, it's a great option and suggestion. Yes. I always did suggestions if, you know, cause parents are always going to ask like, what can we do? How can we yep. practice? And I would always just try to give suggestions and give fun things that they could do because I didn't want them forcing anything on them at night because it just causes them to not enjoy it. I mean, nope. and, and let's be real. Did I ever send home reading logs? Yes. As a new teacher. Yes. That's what my team was doing. Yep. As I grew in my education experience, I very quickly learned the parents were signing them so that they could get the reward or get like, they weren't reading. And I was doing it, of course, but like they weren't doing it out of enjoyment. They were doing it because they had to, or the parents were just lying because they had practiced till nine o'clock, like, which I totally get, you know? And so I I did it. I did it as a teacher. I did it as a parent. I have done it as a parent why I'm just signing them you know, and, and I, I think some of my thoughts about it too are, it, it's always with good intentions because, yeah. you know, we, we think like if they read every night, they're going to grow, that would be amazing. But it also has to be something they want to do right in order to, to enjoy it. And they have, it has to be something that they have a desire to do. And I think that there are options out there. If you're trying to give parents those, all of those Florida center for reading research those are great because they're game style. Yeah. If parents are asking for options, I say, send them the link. Like they can literally send them the link that we had. They can send them the website. Those are great, easy things to print out. It doesn't have to be anything that that's high stakes in the sense that if you send something home, you better be promising the child that you're giving them feedback in some way. Yes. And then, then you find yourself as a teacher wanting to spend instructional time, which we're limited on, going over and grading it or giving, going back over it to make sure they got it right. And that's just kind of a waste in a sense uh-huh. of that great quality time that we all know is so limited. So I feel like you have to like find the balance. And I feel like if for teachers, just take that off your plate. They're with you for eight hours a day. You're doing a fantastic job with that. Let it go for the yeah. rest of the night. Yep. And honestly, when it comes to teachers, and I've said this before on the podcast, you don't need homework either. Like go enjoy your family. You're probably running kids to practice. You're probably doing a million things like use your plan time and use that time that you have during the day, recess duty, whatever to get your stuff done. And then you can walk out and take a breath. And that leads us to our upcoming podcast. That's like weighing on my mind so heavily too. plan time, how yeah. to use it really well. And then the debate, do I plan, do we split as a team and plan subjects or do we plan together? And Amber and I have some pretty strong opinions about that too, mm-hmm. um, that we're going to share, um, on our next podcast. So stay tuned. We, we hope to get that one out this week also, because it really is a really important topic. And this is the time to make those decisions and put those systems in place with your teams, because it can go a long way 
in a positive way, but I've also already had conversations with teachers extremely recent, like I mean today, about how it can go in the other direction if it's not working for everybody on the team. Yep. Yep. Yeah, that's going to be a good one. So teachers, say bye to homework. Put it to bed. Good night. Right? Let yep. it go. Be Let Elsa. It go. Let it go. Right? <laughs> yes. Have a great night, teachers. Thanks for joining us or morning whenever you listen to us.